Hey, how's it going? This is Craig Cannon, and you're listening to Y Combinator's podcast. Today's episode is with Shola Akinlade. Shola is CEO and co-founder of Paystack. Paystack helps businesses in Africa get paid online and offline. They're based in Lagos, Nigeria, and they were part of the Winter 2016 batch. You can learn more about them at paystack.com. And Shola's on Twitter at Sholzman. All right, here we go. I think many people like kind of know uh, about Paystack, but uh, what can you give us the one-line explanation? Yeah, we're a payments company. We help merchants in Africa accept payments from their customers. So businesses will connect to Paystack, and almost immediately the customers can pay them with the credit cards, debit cards, and different payment methods. Mm-hmm. I know you said one-line description, but... No, that was a perfect <laughs> description. Uh, uh, we're currently <laughs> live in Nigeria, um, and we're trying to just go into other markets very quickly. Nice. Yeah. And how long have you guys been around? Uh, we launched in January 2016. Okay. And so before that, you were also a founder, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I can take it back a little. Yeah, I <laughs> you think you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I grew up in Lagos, grew up in Lagos, Nigeria. Um, spent all my life there, actually. Um, after college, I studied computer science. After college, I worked with Heineken, the beer company. I did that for two years. Um, and then I left. I left because I thought... I was, I just thought I, I should be, I'm a maker. I should be making things. Okay. Were you, um, were you pushing code at Heineken? No, no, no. I was a management trainee. Oh, okay. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Okay. So, um, so I wrote with my co-founder then, Maya. Um, we thought Dropbox, that was 2007, 2008. Mm-hmm. We thought Dropbox was cloud and yeah. cloud in emerging markets, like was, was a good concept. I don't know. I was naive, I think. Uh, <laughs> and so we said, you know, what if someone builds like a Dropbox? Um, on-premise mm-hmm. that people, you don't need cloud, you don't need broadband and all that. So we did it. We called it Picurio. We put it up on SourceForge. Um, SourceForge was, was very big then. Um, and I think it went well. We had over 200,000 companies using it. Um, it was available in six languages. So it went very well. I did that for about five years. And then banks in Nigeria started reaching out to me to help them build software. Hmm. So I built software for about three banks. And quickly I said, you know what? This payments, like I always knew the state of payments um, wasn't where it should be. Uh, but I didn't think it was going to be me. <laughs> so, um, but, but just working with the banks, just, I don't know. I just figured, you know, if there's someone that can figure out payments, um, it probably will be me because I'd built world-class software before. Um, and now I just have access. I understand how the financial system works. So started Paystack very quickly. Um, spent about one year just doing the underground work. Um, had a wait list of about 300 customers and I was calling all of them, just talking through what they wanted and building for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one day, one of my friends actually, um, sent an email, copied all the YC founders. <laughs> it was, it was late because Nigeria is nine yeah. hours. I think it was nine hours ahead or eight hours. So it was about 1 a.m. I saw that email and said, Hey, YC, blah, 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 blah. But this is, this is Facetac. I just, <laughs> you just it sent that email, um, and copied all, everybody, Sam, Michael, everybody. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and then, well, like I slept and then I woke up in the morning and Michael had responded, Michael Silver and said, Hey, shall I tell me more about Facetac? Like, whoa. <laughs> so oh, I spent about man. five hours trying to compose the, email. the yeah. best, yeah. the best email ever, <laughs> which worked because Michael responded with another one line. Do, do, do. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so we had back and forth. They asked me to apply. I applied for YC fellowship. Um, and I didn't get in actually. I think it was August. So 
immediately asked me to apply again for the YC. I think it was October. So I applied. Um, thankfully, I got in. Mm. Um, we became the first Nigerian company to get into YC. Um, now I think there are over 10 other companies that I've gotten in just two years, which is really amazing and exciting. Uh, yeah. And we launched Facebook and it's grown so fast uh, <laughs> since we launched. And you guys just raised again. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, we just raised a series A, $8 million from Stripe and Visa. Man. So yeah. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. So I, I think a lot of people are curious who yeah, are probably from Africa yeah. about what what your YC application looked like. Yes, yes. So and, what were your stats? What were your metrics? And, and that was the first thing I released, you know, like, because people, I, I honestly, when I started my first company, uh, my Akka News um, profile, I think I opened it in 2008 or 2007. So I actually applied for YC then too, but I probably, I, I didn't expect to get With it. With your hosted Dropbox? Yes, exactly. Oh man, <laughs> I should have looked that up. Please do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but so like, I didn't expect to get into because there was no reference, like, why would the Nigerian company get into YC? Um, but very quickly, um, I realized that the YC structure is actually optimized for just finding the best companies, you know. Yeah. So um, so my application was very simple. On the interview day, I actually remember um, they asked us how much um, had we processed that month. I said $200. <laughs> like I said, it's shamefully. Um, and, and it didn't matter, you know. Um, yeah. now last month we did over $20 million. That's just three years, you know. So, um, but I think, um, our application was really simple. It was just clear. Yeah. Just wanted to say what we were. Um, yeah. And you are, what you're building right now, is it basically identical? to what Paystack, what the application for Paystack Exactly. Was? Nothing yeah. has changed. Really? <laughs> yes, yes. It's, it's been, it's the same vision. Uh, we knew payments uh, was broken. Um, I think it's still broken, but I think we've made a lot of progress just trying to figure it out. Yeah. And how did you meet Ezra? Oh, we went to school together. Uh, we yeah. went to Babcock University together. Oh, okay. And we, after school, we lived together. He had worked on a payments company, actually, that didn't work out. Uh, and then, you know, so, so when I, when I wanted to do payments, it was obvious, um, I had to call Ezra back. So you just built a prototype and pitched him? No, what no, did no, you no. do? I built it. I actually built it. I had customers. Um, and while I was engaging, I told you of the back and forth with Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of the back and forths, uh, Michael was saying, who else was working with me? on the project. So I talk about Ezra and a few people and I was like, you know, is there someone that really you should, that, that you can take along with you on this journey? Oh, and I was like, yeah, of course, Ezra. So I just called Ezra <laughs> off. I'm like, Ezra, this makes sense. Let's do this together. And he was like, yeah, all right. Of course. <laughs> I didn't even wait for an answer. <laughs> so it sounded very obvious. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. And so, and, and I think it was a very good decision because, um, yeah, just having two people connected, the same vision yeah. just building this just we started moving faster and things just started getting better and so yeah. you w- when you arrived so you yeah. were in the winter 2016 yes actually, when you arrived in january yeah. well, i guess you did your interview yes, in november we, or something. exactly exactly yeah yeah it was it was fun I, it's my favorite story every time i talk about the paystack story <laughs> i talk about the interview day uh because we got into YC. We wanted to just see what was happening. So we yeah. came in a day earlier and just came in to see what was happening. Um, the first company I saw was someone just building 
uh, kind of shit that never gets dirty. It showed us it had like dirty water. I had, I don't know if they got into what I say, had a white shirt for the water. The water, they didn't get dirty. I'm like, wow. wow. <laughs> I saw, um, two ladies, I saw no health too. Um, I think they got into what I say. They were building a bra, um, that detects, um, breast cancer. You know, like school stuff. Yeah, it's and, impressive. And people were asking us, what are you guys building? And we're like, oh, we're building parents. <laughs> <laughs> we're building some of these tribe builds eight yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but, but it was fascinating for people and people were like, wow, this is amazing. Um, obviously there's so many people in Africa. There's a lot of transactions happening. If there's any team trying to figure out payments there, <laughs> I want to be their friend, you know? Yeah. So we were really excited. I got at least two emails the night before interview from people I met saying they thought we were building something cool. So it was really good. The, the next morning, just coming into the interview, we, we were a bit more confident. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and what were the, what were the interview questions? Were they saying things like, was, why won't Stripe build this? No, it was very fast. Uh, I, I came on, we, we got on a very long flight. I think it was about 22 hours just from Lagos to, um, to San Francisco. Yeah. And I wrote out like my notes. I think I crammed everything. <laughs> but I only practiced. It was just the first line. As I just got in, they're like, hey, tell us, what are you guys working on? I'm like, we're working on Paystack. Uh, it's, <laughs> uh, we've, it's a payments company. We've made a huge leap over what currently exists. Um, it used to be about seven steps before. It's now two steps. And they're like, show us. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to just pull out a laptop. We showed them. Like, wow, this is interesting. Um, so I, and I forgot all my, <laughs> all my talking <laughs> points. So it went very fast. Um, yeah, but it went well. I think, um, they, I, I remember also the access why we were not live. Uh, we said we just had a wait list. We were worried about fraud, um, and all that. And they said, you know, um, they don't think we should put an artificial barrier to growth. Um, if we grow and if people want it, then open it up. Yeah. And like, okay. <laughs> and then, so I thought like, that might have been a problem, but it didn't matter. Um, and then, um, we got a call in the evening asking if we wanted YC to invest. Like, of course. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was very exciting actually. Um, Man. And then, so what was it like when you, you know, I mean, I don't know nearly as much as you do about the no. Nigerian startup scene, yeah. but like when you were just thrown in with everyone else in January. No, it was, it was fun. Um, so YC is pretty much, um, international. You For know? sure. Um, I think a lot of people don't recognize that, uh, but, uh, we didn't feel, we didn't feel out of yeah. this. Actually, I thought I was going to have a problem. Uh, no, we got in, we met people from Ghana working on, right. uh, I think she's, she's from Chicago, but like she's originally from Ghana, you know, so there's a lot of, um, diversity, um, mm. in YC. So um, we didn't feel any. Mm. <laughs> okay. And so then what, are there substantial differences in, in any element of the startup scene in Nigeria? Hmm. I think a lot. Yeah. Um, I think, um, one of the things we just saw quickly was just the, I'll say, I don't want to say the age, but <laughs> I think in, in Nigeria, oh, uh, well, when I was, when I was, um, starting up, yeah. um, the kind of people that were building cool stuff were really like in the thirties, in their forties, in their fifties. Um, so just coming here and seeing young people <laughs> just doing amazing stuff, like yeah. young people that had done amazing stuff. Eight years ago, like, wow. you know, I remember, um, Justin Khan, for example, I remember watching Justin TV, you know, uh, and just seeing him about 12 or 12 years of 10 years later, still have wise, he's still looking young. I'm like, wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> everybody's so young, you know. So I was really shocked at how much, um, how young everyone was, um, how connected everyone was. So that was shocking. Um, I think the other thing is also just the, I like to say, just the quality of the advice, you know, or the, you know, things are not as intuitive as, yeah. <laughs> as they should be. Like how they say, I, that's my favorite, like, Oh, I see. That's the first thing I picked up. One of the first few things I picked up, like the startups founders think they want to be the way to network. Like the way to get out there is to network and just be everywhere, you know, but the way to build a strong network is to build something impressive, you <laughs> yeah. know, and just learning that very quickly made me focus heads down, you know, and it was helpful. Now I feel like I know the yeah. people I need to know uh, without having to um, just be everywhere. Uh, that, was, that was me in college i was like oh man how do i meet all these folks? exactly and I, and I, I was asking like you know the the handful of impressive people that i met and they're exactly. just like don't worry about it just make cool stuff exactly exactly um also i think the long-term view was also very helpful yeah which helped me um i think i remember a conversation i had i think it was michael too just asking about what like what this would look like and he said it takes about seven years to build a solid startup anyway. So yeah. you're going to have to do it for a long time. And so that was really refreshing for me to say, you know, I'm not going to make it in one month. Like no pressure. Let's just do it every year. This is our third year now, you know, so yeah. and I'm, I'm looking forward to the next yeah, man. four years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what is the, um, what does a payments market look like in Nigeria? Like how much is cash? How much is card? How does it go? Um, it's a lot of cash. Um, so I would say Nigeria's GDP is about um five hundred million five hundred billion dollars. Okay. Um consumer spending is about one fifty billion dollars. Okay. Um, and the the population's like two hundred million? Two hundred million, yeah. yeah. So but just less than two percent of consumer spending is spent with cards, you know. Um just and and even more a lot of that is just people using their cards at the ATM to get cash out. So they can spend it. So, um, yeah. So I think it's still very, very early. Yeah. There's a lot of transactions happening. Most of them are still happening offline, but online transactions are kicking off. Um, new business models have been created and it's getting obvious that digital payments will win. Um, so there's a company called Bipower. I think they're NYC mm-hmm. too. They're selling electricity online. Um, they use Paystack before now, before them, you would have had to go buy electricity like at a store. Yeah. But if your electricity goes off at 9 p.m. on a Friday night, then you have to wait till Monday morning. (laughs) That doesn't make sense, you know. So, but just the fact that you can pay digitally means you can always have electricity, you know. Um, And the multiple business models like that, uh, making it very easy for people to do things. So I think, and people are realizing this um, smartphone adoption is increasing. Mobile penetration is increasing. You know, so I think it's a good time. It was really a good time. Everything is picking up and we're just there just trying to connect the consumers <laughs> <laughs> with the budgets and remove all the friction because I think, um, and just to say why Paystack is extremely um, interesting. Yeah. I think um, before now, a lot of the payments infrastructure was built for enterprise companies. Um, and of course, enterprise companies like complexity. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, so just detangling all that and just keeping things simple, um, was the first thing we had to do, make it easy for businesses to start accepting payments. 
figure out the cards infrastructure understand why things are why they are um and doing all that so yeah and in terms of your growth yes. are you are you trying to incentivize more businesses to pay with, to figure out a card system like what do you what okay. do you do so i will say we've been overwhelmed like we haven't since we launched space that that day january 11th yeah. i can't forget the day 2016 <laughs> It's been like, we've, we've not had time to even think, <laughs> you know, but, 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 um, the, a few things we were doing very well. Number one, we, we know that, uh, we see these transactions, we see what is missing, we see what's wrong. So we think the first thing to do is to make sure that transactions can happen. Transactions can be successful, um, which we're doing. Um, the next thing is also just ensuring that the customer experience is good enough. If someone is trying to pay, we have to make that payment happen as soon as it can. Uh, if someone has a dispute, we have to figure it out. Mm. So we started building. We're the first company. I think we're still the only company that has like an automated dispute process hmm. um, and all that. So because everything is connected, um, I, we tell ourselves that if someone has a problem with the transaction, that's someone that will never trust um, digital payments again. So uh, we don't take it lightly. We try our best to make sure we can make it work. So, um, yeah. So I would say in the short term, Half of our strategy is just making it work. <laughs> now the That's other, a good tip for every product. <laughs> the yeah. other half is um, building a community yeah. um, around our merchants. We think um, the ideal Paystack merchant, we know why people are using Paystack. We know people want to start and scale businesses. Mm-hmm. So how can we help them do this? Uh, we know just having a community, helping them with tools, with content, with events. Last week, or last month we had an event with Facebook just teaching people how to sell on Instagram, you know. So, and that's on one hand, we have multiple things we do in the community. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really make it work and build a community around the businesses so that it will be easy for people to start and scale their businesses. Okay. Is, is there an average type of business that you guys are? Yes. Now, no, um, because we have little, um, like we have people just starting out, people building side projects. Okay. On one hand. On the other hand, we have airlines. <laughs> you remember the airline? We have tax. Okay. Collections. We have bus ticketing, you know, so we have the, it's, I think that's the beauty of payments. Um, everybody is affected. Yeah. You know, um, and in fact, the bigger you are, the bigger the pain. So, <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's exciting. Man. And so in terms of your growth over the yeah. past few years, were there particular features that, that made a big impact in your growth rate? I wouldn't say so. Um, I think it's still the same, just making it work. Um, and even, even our customers have been growing themselves. Uh, so when I was doing the fundraise, I had time to look at the data. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, I yeah. saw that the first uh, court um, that launched in Q1 2016, by Q4 2017, they, had, they were doing 30x um, their volumes. You know, I was even the lowest because <laughs> <laughs> other courts are even yeah. growing faster. You know, so like the businesses themselves are early. Yeah. Um, and so... And everybody's growing at the same time. So I think it's really exciting. Wow. And so, so man, when it comes to like expanding to other countries in Africa, I yes. assume. Yes. And then, no, and definitely else, Africa. Definitely Africa. Okay. Yes. Um, 
are do you just assume that their economies function in similar ways to Nigeria's or do you have to get someone on the ground to figure it all out? How do you do it? Oh, I think it's two ways. So the first part is every day we get people just ping us and say, when are you coming to Ghana? When are you coming <laughs> That's to Morocco? That's a good problem. When yeah. are you coming here? Yeah. Um, so there's that. And there's the fact that we know that this problem is like continent wide and we know we've, what we've built um, can work um, because payments is really simple. Well, I, I, I hope. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like the way we think about pay stack, um, it's like a full stack payment. What happens before the payments? What happens during the payments and after? So and we've spent a lot of time thinking about this and these things work the same way in this market. You know, the part that just changes is the local context. Uh-huh. Um, but I will admit that Africa is really, really interesting. My favorite expansion story. Um, I used to be very excited that, you know, we're just going to scale across Africa <laughs> and then. There was an opportunity to go to Egypt, Cairo, actually. And we got to Cairo and went with my friend. Uh, we got to the airport. We called an Uber, I think. I think it was Uber or Karim. And then it occurred to us that the Uber, the, the plate number was in Arabic. The oh, no. cars are in Arabic. <laughs> I can't read Arabic. I can't tell which is my Uber. <laughs> so it was, I was like, oh yeah, I'm not going to be the one to launch this like here. <laughs> you know, so that was, that was, uh, that was really exciting to hear. But, but, but like you said, I think finding the right people, um, to help us figure this out will be very helpful. Um, that's one of the reasons why, um, in just thinking about that series A, we had to think about companies that have figured out yeah. Skill companies like Stripe, companies like Visa. Like if, if there's a company, the companies that have thought about moving payments from one place to another, um, it's these companies. And so we're like really, really going to have to learn how to do this in another country. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we, we've made a lot of progress with Ghana, which is really close to Nigeria. Okay. Um, yeah, but, uh, but I think as we go to other countries, it would even be more difficult. But the good thing is we understand this. We're ready to learn. We're ready for, for the challenge. This is why we created the company. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that is why when people say, oh, why won't an international company just come to Africa? Mm-hmm. Because it's very difficult. Um, this local context is difficult. And it really takes a team that believes that this is why they are here this is why we created the company you know so um yeah so we're really willing to do the work uh, and hopefully we'll see what will come out so when it when it comes to scaling up like what does your team look like you know are you hiring people exclusively from visa or what do you do (laughs) Uh, so let's like talking about team that's like my greatest problem now <laughs> i'm i'm like um I, I used to read a lot about when this was the ceo's work always be hiring and all that like i didn't realize that i, I used to wonder like why would the ceo like be trying to hire but yeah. now <laughs> it's so like that's the only thing in my head um so i will say um right now we have about 36 people um, this time last year, probably was about 15. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, it was about five. So it's, it's been very, yeah. um, interesting. Um, we, we, we have so many problems being thrown at us every, like across all corners. Um, right now I'm actively looking for senior engineers, um, to help us figure some of these things out. Um, I think it's, it's a typical thing that happens in a startup where you don't really optimize for so far down. You've built it. But now you're having like millions and millions of records in your DB and you're wondering, should I switch it? But you can't even switch because the more problems coming, coming yeah, yeah. you know? So like, 
and there's more, there's still more things to build the everything. So it takes some skill and some experience to figure some of these things out. Um, and just actively looking for people that are really ready for that challenge <laughs> because it's not easy, uh, to just come help us and figure some of these yeah, things out. Yeah. I mean, out. you're, I, my understanding is that you're looking for people from anywhere in the world to come. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I think, I think, um, uh, my goal, my vision is to build the best, um, talent in Africa. I think there's so many talented people in Africa and we want to have them around building for us. Um, but also understand very clearly that because of where we're going to, uh, we need some help. We need people that have done these things before to show us some of these things. Like I want to set a standard for engineering culture in Africa. Yeah. You know, but how would I do that if I don't know <laughs> if we haven't seen how it's done elsewhere? Okay. Um, so, um, we think the best case scenario for Ross is can we find the very best people in the world, irrespective of where they're from? Can they come spend time with us about a year or more? Can they upskill people? Can we learn from them? Can they, for every one person we get, that's about 20 people that will be upskilled or even more, you know? So how can we find these people? How can we learn from them? How can we become better than them? Yeah. You know, and all that, because I think there's a lot happening, you know, um, the startups actually that do that now, you know, but for us, in fact, we've thought about creating a boot camp. You know, can we find someone to help us run a boot camp to just internal boot camp <laughs> just to help us <laughs> upskill people? Because, uh, the problems are there. Um, the real problem is, do we have enough people that have the right experience to fix it? Yeah. Um, and we can't, like, I run this company on Google. Like I search, how do you do this? How do you do that? <laughs> but I think at some point it will get more difficult to do that. So like, is there someone I can just, that can just be inside and just help us because of all these things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can, I mean, you can definitely email anyone who's done YC before, but yeah. even that. Like, no, no, but, but and also the YC community has been extremely, extremely helpful. Like, that's like the best part of YC. Like I thought YC, the best part of YC was going through YC. Which, <laughs> okay, I'm, at every point in my career in Facebook, I've always thought the best part of YC was something else. So at the beginning, I thought the best part of YC was the 120K. Um, but very quickly, I saw that the best part of YC was YC. Uh, and then later, and now I think the best part of YC is just book face, just passively seeing court conversations happening. And so some of the times when I see some of these things, I'm like, oh, I saw this. Someone talked about this three months ago. Yeah. Can I search for it? Can I see the responses? You know, so it's just, it feels like I'm building a company with about a thousand other people, you know, so it feels like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really exciting. No, I mean, the, yeah. everyone's in the same struggle. So exactly. they're just like happy because exactly. everyone's been helped out so many exactly, times. Exactly. No, the, the, the network is really amazing. Um, and like you said, everybody's helpful helping. Like, sometimes I wonder, like, does this person really need to help me? <laughs> Well, yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, man. And, and when you were talking about building a boot camp, like, yeah. are are there boot camps? In yeah, there's a company doing it very well. Andela, okay. um, I think they're doing very well. They find the best people. Oh, okay. And they do it for four years. Um, yeah, but, but, um, I, and, and I like that model. I think that will scale yeah. in the long term. But what I, what I think at Paystack now, what I was saying is, can we find the best engineers locally. Yeah. And can we find someone that can help us make them 
extremely can we find good engineers and turn them to great and amazing engineers yeah. in as short as possible in as short as three months um because <clears throat> i know with engineering some things you just have to have seen the problems before uh, you can't really anticipate some things you know mm. so um just having someone having a 10x engineer just sit with a team of five engineers um i think it helps everybody yeah and it's an interesting idea because that's it's actually a common complaint i've heard that yeah. like companies get a lot of like junior yeah. you know great javascript engineers yes, yes. and like they can make all kinds of blogs. Yes. But yes. like doing the more complicated stuff, it's, exactly. it's harder to find those exactly, people. Exactly, exactly. And I, and I, I agree. I agree. I agree completely. And, yeah. um, and I think the earlier we start figuring this out, the better, because I don't think our problems will, will reduce. I think it's going to get more complicated. <laughs> it's going to get more difficult. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really just. I hope, I hope we can take on this challenge. I hope we can, <laughs> we can find the right people. But yeah, if there's anyone listening, if there's anyone interested in, um, just the challenge of building in Africa, building some of the best, um, just working with the payments infrastructure in Africa, building for some of the best businesses in Africa, please reach out to me. Um, and <laughs> we're willing to even help with the experience, just give very good experience living in Lagos, help with logistics, help with accommodation. Um, help them even travel, see the continent, you know, so it's, yeah. it's going to be a good offer. <laughs> well, uh, but let me just think like, can we find the best people? Yeah. Can we figure some of these problems out as soon as we can? And can we just help businesses, um, start and scale? <laughs> I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um, you got a ton of questions. People seem very excited <laughs> to talk to time? you. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll make it happen. Um, yeah. so I, I, I want to make sure I give them credit, but, uh, Someone asked about crypto, you know, yeah. people have talked about, uh, you know, as crypto exploded in the past couple of years, yeah. like maybe it's in these less developed markets that it'll really take hold. What's, you know, you're on the ground. What's yeah. actually happening? You know, I, I think there's a lot of activity happening. Um, I would admit that it, most of the activities around trading, you know, people are buying and selling very yeah. quickly. Um, I think the right use cases will are still just being formed. Um, so I haven't like, I think the righteous cases is just still being formed, but mm. right now there's a lot of trading activity okay. happening. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that, so many people, it seems like from Nigeria are also yeah. asking you questions. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, and then some of them, let's just start with the, the basic stuff. So yeah. creative Joe, uh, their question is, how difficult is it to get into YC? What do you think about that? <laughs> I think, how easy is it to get into yeah, YC yeah, yeah, yeah. if you have a good business? Um, I think, I think the YC process, I used to think it was difficult too. Um, I think the YC process actually, like, selects the right people. I don't know how to explain that, but if you have, like, all the right components, it's extremely easy, you know? Yeah. Um, I think the hard work is, can you, clearly articulate how impressive your business is yeah. and you just even explain what you're doing and can they understand what you're saying so yeah and were there certain things that i mean maybe this was in fundraising too where you felt that you had to educate u.s investors about no, the market a lot a lot of times a lot of times um i think it is what it is yeah um, yes but but i think the right investors like they know what to look out for and that's what makes yc exciting like yeah. i told you i was just processing 200 dollars <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't mind like, like, is that good the questions know. were around other things like can you build it why why will you be the one to build it like yeah. what is your experience um and all that so 
I think um, YC is in that bucket of sophisticated investors that know the right questions to ask. So even if they don't have the local context, um, they they know what to look out for, um, which is good. That's why I think it is relatively easy. I think founders need to focus on building the the businesses um, such that when the opportunities come, it becomes easy for them to take advantage of those Mm. opportunities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think in, in large part, people are looking for cheat codes and exactly the, the exactly. only cheat code is to make something great. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> make something people want. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So Paul Israel, yeah. he asks, what gaps do you think still exist in the Nigerian fintech space? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's still a lot. Um, I think there's still a lot. I think just Nigeria, like we said, is very big. Mm-hmm. Financial services in Nigeria is very big. Um, so I think there's still a lot. Um, I think there's, there's, there's some opportunity for scoring, credit scoring. Um, I know a few people are doing that now, but, um, there's some opportunity there. Um, there's still no, like, cash up Vemo. <laughs> there's something around. I know that there are also things happening there, but like, there's still no. So I would say across all financial services industries, mm-hmm. it's still hard to say this is the winner. So I would say because there's still no clear winner in all parts, um, the multiple opportunities. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Nelson asks, are there any conventional startup pieces of advice that did not work for Paystack as their target market is in Africa? Hmm. <laughs> That's a good question. Well, I think <clears throat> I, I would say, I would say, um, I think, I think, um, generally I've found the advice I received here actually more useful. Um, because I think building a business is building a business. Yeah. Building a business is hard everywhere. <laughs> so, um, and I think that's, that's the hardest part for me, like finding people, building the business. What should you be doing? What are your priorities and all that? So, and I think that's like, constant wherever you are okay um yeah so i would say i would say i would say this i haven't seen anything that like didn't really really work you know I haven't. Okay. maybe maybe some things around fundraising you know i think i think things are more difficult i would say but i think the principles are still the same yeah i i must have been in some other interview i heard with you mm. but you were kind of talking about the psychology there about like more people were telling you like you couldn't exactly something. exactly exactly yeah. that, that, that's 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 it exactly so and and i think i talked about it just coming here like the psychology is and i think that's changing now two years later yeah. i think it has changed but two years ago like when I told people I'm building a payments company, like people laughed at me, like, <laughs> like how your competition is a 14 year, like 14 year old company that has, has billion dollar, yeah. what a billion dollars. Like, who are you? Like, you know, I got a lot of that. Um, and I'm sure people still get it that, you know, why will you be the one to figure this out? But, um, I think that mindset is changing now. If there's a team, that is focused on solving a problem. Yeah. Um, it's getting easier for them to just get access to whatever they need, you know? So, um, I think, I think that's, that's helpful. So that mindset is changing. I think with companies like Paystack and a lot of other companies in different industries, just breaking some of these barriers, um, I think it's getting easier for other people, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, man, you're leading the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> for better or worse. Yeah. Uh, Nelson had another question that I thought was interesting. Um, 
What are some of the the most important lessons you've learned while building Paystack? Wow, a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I, I think. Uh, uh, okay, <laughs> that's a very good question. Um, I I think your team is very important. I think um, I think it's tied to the first question around how that courage, like people will worry, like how who are you? How would you figure this out? But just in building Paystack, I've seen that you can be courageous, like just pick a big problem and solve it, but you won't be the one to solve it yourself. Like you're going to have to find the right team to help you figure this out. You know, so uh, just learn that quickly. Like, can I find people better than me? Um, and I switched into that mode maybe one month into Paystack, like one month into IC, and everybody that has joined the team has been better than me at because I started doing everything, customer success, front end, <laughs> back end, design, everything on my Fundraising, own. Fundraising, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, so but like st- just started disconnecting that and finding the best people, people that can do it better than me. Um I think just learning that has really helped. Um yeah, I think that's one. And then number two, I think is just around I think is there's an ecosystem available like so don't try to don't try to do it yourself you know um just can you learn how to use um the ecosystem to solve some of the problems Mm. you have you know and do you guys think do you think you fundraised at the right time so every time we fundraised like it came at us like we never I, so this fundraise, for example, should have just started now. <laughs> Actually, uh-huh. it was September. That was, that was when we set it up for, <laughs> because I came, I had a conversation. I said, I wanted, I wanted to do it earlier in the year. I went to Atrium school. Um, so just got into that mode yeah. very quickly and saw that, you know what? Okay. I can spend the rest of the year just building up for like right. a, a September fundraise. Yeah. Um, and then things just happened <laughs> very quickly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it. It just happened. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. Um, let's do another, uh, let's do another Nelson question. Yeah. They ask, uh, what are some applications you would love to see built on top of Paystack? Wow. That's <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> I think, um, I would definitely love to see like a, like a, P2P, um, payments. Mm-hmm. Um, so something like Cash App, um, will be interesting. Um, I think something for businesses too. I really love. So before Paystack, while I was figuring out Paystack, I really wanted to build something like Rex actually, which yeah. is like, um, expenses, employee expenses and all that. Um, I really, really wanted to build that, <laughs> but <laughs> I thought that, well, the foundational infrastructure wasn't even there. So we have to start from like, collections and disbursements so if someone can build something for like um expense management um and all that uh, i think that'll be exciting on paystack in fact i had a name for it expendly or something like that i think (laughs) i still have the domain domain (laughs) if you want it i can give it to you (laughs) uh yeah so just a few things like okay what about the market in general because Mm -hmm. like yeah of all the of all the startups that exist in the states for example like what would you love to see over there hmm interesting that's a big question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think, wow. Yeah. So I would say actually that most of these startups already exist in, at, in, in, in some, some way. form, yeah, exactly. In some country. Just yeah. maybe not at the scale it's like being executed here. I was excited to see that 
we are the ones building Stripe. <laughs> because I spent about three or four years just following Stripe, like all their blog posts, everything on their documentation and all that. So um, I'm excited. But other than that, um, I think most of the other companies um, have some form okay. um, in builds. Maybe something like Apple, <laughs> yeah. which, is, yeah. which is not too... <laughs> You know, Make but, your own phones. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe something around phones, something around games, something around, um, yeah, yeah. But but I I would say most of the things have some form. Okay, because yeah. there were there were a handful of questions around just like how the market in Africa is maturing. Yes. Like yeah. what what's the state of the infrastructure? No. Where yeah. Okay, so I will say this is a, a very exciting time to be building for Africa. Okay, I think. Um, because there's a very young population. Um, I think for context, in 19... Okay, this is going to be very interesting. I don't have the numbers <laughs> on my head. But I think in 1960, Nigeria's population was about 45 million. Italy's population was about 45 million, I think. Um, and just going through 40 years or 45 years, Nigeria is in 200 million Italy is probably still about 60 million or 40. It's still in that range, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. and this is not just Nigeria. Countries are moving very fast. Like, in the next five years, I think Nigeria is going to be even more than the US. So, the population is young, mm-hmm. active, like, um, they have access to phones and all that. So, if this is the right time to build for these, uh, people, um, yeah. So, I think the market is just, just getting, getting there and and some foundational things are now being built so the payments layer has been figured out now yeah the logistics layer has been figured out now well what does that look like are is there a train network is is, what's a road situation what does it look like (laughs) well yeah there's there's like uh i think there's a road network but Uh, i mean like yeah like what's the what quality are we talking about like are there yeah (laughs) (laughs) i shouldn't say that more (laughs) But I, but I think, I think, I think it's, it's, it can definitely be better, um, especially in Nigeria and Lagos. But, but I think, um, the company's figuring it out. The exciting thing is about, it's happening. Like, can we like just go against the constraints? Can we like, even if the roads are bad, can we find the best ways to just solve the problem? Um, so I think the interesting company's figuring out logistics. Um, three hour logistics is coming called Max or NG, I think. Um, so I would say, yeah, so it's getting easier. People are figuring out payments. People are figuring out logistics. People are figuring out housing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so whatever you want to build on top of this is going to become um, easier. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nestor Izigao. Is that a Nigerian name? Can you pronounce that one? Uh, uh, yeah, Izigao. Izigao. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think something like GoFundMe could work in Nigeria? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the multiple sites like that. There's a company called Donate NG, I think, um, already working. Yeah, I think, I think it can work. Like anything can anything work. Anything can work. <laughs> exactly. <boom>. Easy. <laughs> yes, Easy. yes, yes, yes. Uh, this, this next one, I'm, Carjoy asked, uh, can I receive payments on an MVP e-commerce website before registering a company? Is that a specific question? Yes, yes. Question? We just launched. So, um, when we launched Paystack, we called only, you had to be a registered business to use Paystack. Okay. Um, but we just launched something earlier in the year called Startup Businesses. So yes, you can register a business, um, with your personal details. Um, so there's something called the BVN now, which is the biometric verification number that everybody has. Okay. Um, so it's made it easy for us to just identify people. So just talking about the former question about how things are changing. Yeah. Also. So the identity infrastructure 
is just being built. Yeah, so imagine how long ago you guys at the US had the social security number. And now just three or four years into a BVN, which is not really a direct comparison, but it's the closest we have to identifying okay. uh, people. You know? And so now you, in other words, you connect a personal checking account or something like that. Yeah, we can, exactly. We can just get your BVN and we get your details. We can verify that. And okay. We can allow you accept payments for, I think, up to about $3,000. And then after that, you have to like register the business. All right. So the answer uh, is yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we got it a lot. That's why we launched um, the startup business account. Oh, right on. Yes. Um, a shoot stress man. This and here's another. Is that a Nigerian name? No, it's no. Not, all right, not. great. All right. Uh, a shoot Shrestha asks, um, "What's your tech stack?" Yeah, so it's um, a lot of Node, um, Node.js, um, and sitting on AWS. Um, yeah, we have Vue.js. We have some Angular on the front end. Yeah, yeah, some. One or two PHP services. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I think we have one or two Python services. So, yeah. Hmm. So, but, uh, but, it, but it's primarily Node.js. Okay. Modern internet. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jordan Jackson is curious about the biggest cultural differences that you account for in product design and user interface. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a very good question. Um, so I think Ellie, this, this came out, came out of us very quickly. Like when we designed our checkout form and okay. we had like, CVV, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and yeah, we were yeah. like, what? Like, or, or the even expiry date, you know, how in the US oh. you just put like DDMM or something like that. Yeah. MMYY. Yeah. Um, and people were putting the date of birth. Like, <laughs> um, and, and I'm saying this because for most people, not most people, when we started, we started with early adopters, but we moved quickly from early adopters to people that were using the card for the first time online on Facebook. Like the first time you're using a card in your life Whoa. online is on Paystack. So yeah. we don't take that lightly. Like we have to do all it takes to make sure that when you're making that payment, when you hear CVV, yeah, you've never had CVV before. That's totally fair. Exactly. So yeah. you have to like make it easy, you know? So I think that's like, uh, that's like, so designing, um, the UX has been like, can we build from first principles? Can we realize that? Some of these people, this is their first payments they, they will ever make mm. um, online. You know, how can we make it easy for them to use? Um, yeah, and I so think so. What are what are like the affordances that you put in there? Right? Or is it like a video showing well, this is well, what that is? Or? It, it's 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 some like just we've, we've played around with it. It's yeah, a lot around tool tips to be honest. A lot around moving things around very quickly for them. So just helping them move to the next level mm-hmm. and showing them what it is. So it's, it's, it's showing, um, like having a diagram of the back of the card. Yeah. For example. Yeah. And do you have to, uh, what, what's the average internet speed? Is it similar to the States or what I, are you? I think it's fair. It's, it's, oh, uh, it is. Okay. It works like now I can't tell where I'm browsing if I'm, the, I'm in the US or I'm in Lagos, to be honest. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's also a YC company to Zeti, yeah. uh, figuring out <laughs> yeah. Wi-Fi. So, and that's, that's the point. Like people are building stuff, solving all those problems. So it's, it's, there are no problems again. Okay. Well, there are problems, but people are, people are making progress and trying to figure out. That's cool. So you haven't had to do any crazy hacks around like latency or Wi-Fi internet um, speed or anything like that. I will say we have. Okay. Um, because also when you're designing for like multiple people, you have to figure 
multiple things out. You know, in fact, very quickly we moved past paying with cards because not everybody wants to pay with a card. So we allowed people to pay directly with their bank accounts. We allowed people to pay with USSD. Um, USSD is, I don't know, the phone name. It. Well, it's something like star 737. Like you dial a code on your phone. Okay. And it's connected to your something, something data. It's yeah. connected to your mobile billing. Your or? mobile phone. No, no, not really. Like it's connected to your bank. So you connect with your phone provider, your bank account, and yes. then you can pay through that. Exactly. Oh, okay. Something like that. Um, yeah. So just realizing that people are different. Yeah. Um, I think very interesting thing about Africa. And Nigeria specifically is how different there are about 250 tribes, you know, so it's different, like 250 languages, more than 250 languages, you know. So when you're figuring some of these things out, of course, the language is English, but the cultural, like you have to just design for everybody, inclusion, you know, so, uh, yeah, but it's exciting. I think these are some of the things. That's why we know that we're in a good business. We know that. This is going to be a lot of work, but we're going to do the work. We'll figure it out and yeah. we'll make it work. Man, um, total tangent. Are your yeah. are your family members as happy as you are? Like, it's like smiling. And... I, think, I think they're happier. Oh, really? <laughs> I used to be happier than this, but I started facing Oh no! Everything. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, but but I think things are really really exciting. I think five years ago, this was my dream. Like, like to and to just be able to figure stuff out to have all the to have like without excuses like now i'm in a bad place <laughs> i say it's because <laughs> i don't have excuses like it was easy to have excuses i say oh we don't have money oh it's hard to raise money is i don't have people i don't have <laughs> now i have money well a little money Some i have money, yeah. a strong team i have very good people supporting us i have access we have regulatory cover we have everything so the only thing we have to do is just build <laughs> which is bad <laughs> so it's just really like we have to build um, yeah. there are no excuses um and, and i'm excited to be honest because i know like this is just going to go as far as we want it to go yeah yeah and how do you keep yourself sane <laughs> well, <laughs> well i i i think also just like moving so i travel a lot for work okay but it helps me because like when i'm in lagos like i'm just doing meetings back to back um when i come to maybe san francisco switches to just coffee meetings and all that uh when i go somewhere else like switches again so i'm able to switch it up like yeah. very quickly um yeah so maybe just and then when i'm flying i sleep so <laughs> One of those yeah, guys. So that's that's the act breaking like uh jet lag. You just I just sleep all through the flight. So whenever I get back, I, I'm awake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were, were there um? It's funny, like it, the excuses you may have had five years ago. Are there any elements of your life five years ago that you miss now? Now that you're busy founder guy. To be honest, um, I think it's just like building deeper relationships you know um so i was flying in today for example and i just wanted to like respond to catch up on like my messages yeah when i looked at it and it was so overwhelming i'm like no i can't catch up (laughs) (laughs) no i'm not doing this again you know so um i think just um i could be very deep before now i still have a few deep um relationships but um five years ago i could like really 
spend more time with people yeah. and all that. I wish I still, and I hope I will start doing more of that. Uh, that's why I'm looking for just small people to help me figure some of these things out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but I think that's it. Uh, yeah. But, but thankfully, I think people understand. Um, my friends understand. And so the little opportunities we have, we just catch up very quickly. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Do you find time to like, exercise or go on dates or anything like that i uh no no, i'm married actually so that's good yeah (laughs) Uh, but exercise uh people would agree with me i don't know i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i try to want to exercise i don't really exercise when i'm in lagos but maybe when i'm out of town um i okay so it's like 100 percent work all the time and that's cool with you that works no well, about 99% work. Wow. <laughs> and you've been but, doing but it I for think, years. I, so. think, I think there are faces to this, to be honest. I think we're just at this very crazy phase now. Yeah. Um, and I recognize that, um, my health is also very important. So, and, and I tell my team to like, feel free to like just stop. You know, there's some times, there's some meetings I actually stop and just text and say, you know, I'm sorry, I can't make this meeting. I just can't, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. so sometimes I do that where I just give up and just say, <laughs> just tap out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I can't do this again. Yeah. Uh, but like, and then once I get my energy back, I continue. Yeah. Okay. So in terms of your personal and pay stacks growth, where yeah. do you want to be in five years? Wow. That's interesting. Um, I think, I think, um, the pay stack specifically, I think the payments problem is still very big. Um, I think five years down the line. And I think there's so many businesses, there's so many people building interesting stuff yeah. in Africa. You know, I want to look at the next five years and see Paystack actually helping these people figure some of these things out. You know, so I want to see the very successful companies over the next five years being supported, being, um, helped, being powered by Paystack. Um, I think that's going to be exciting for me. You know? Yeah. Um, because they're going to be winners in Africa. And I really want to be the one <laughs> powering these winners. <laughs> um, so that's, that's, um, that's, that's it. I think. Yeah. Okay. And I think if Facebook is successful, honest, obviously I probably hope, um, I will be successful. You're around. Too, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then personally. Yeah. So like, like my oh. personal goals are really tied to the um, company's goals. I just want to see this work. Um, okay. I want to help, um, not even help. I just want to, I just want to do my work. And I know that in just doing my work, a new generation of people are going to be able to do their own work. Yeah. So I'm in a very interesting, <laughs> I'm in a very interesting place. Yeah. Dang. All right, man. Uh, the question I've been wondering this whole time might be my last one is like, I want some, uh, music recommendations. Wow. From Africa. What's like, like the, what, easy, you know? what's, what's like the good stuff? <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, I, I, yeah. I, I went to Vietnam actually. Nice. Um, and I, I was thinking about it that if I ever stop doing Paystack, I'll have to be a DJ because it's so easy to be an African DJ. Just soccer, soccer. Like the songs are very easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll just answer. Just send me like a playlist. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's just Whiskey Davido. Um, it's a very popular artist and a very interesting songs. Tiwa Savage, Don't Come Mighty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, um, the Nigerian music scene is really, really Yeah, exciting. man. The whole African yeah. music scene is fucking awesome. I <laughs> yes, just discovered yes. this, like, uh, I think it's called Analog Africa. It's uh, this YouTube okay. channel that's just, know. like, 
pulling all of these like LPs from the sixties and seventies wow. and putting it up. They have some like, even some like black and white, like music videos. <laughs> that are so good. Yeah, I, I love it. I, I, I get inspired by just listening to some of these songs. Yeah, like, man. Wow. These guys are doing well. If you're doing well in music, then let's do this in tech. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Has, has the festival scene taken like a hold there as well? Well, I think a lot of things happen in December. Um, I think that's the period when there's a lot of, um, really activity. So yeah. So if you want to visit, Lagos, yeah. wasn't there some like African Burning Man thing too? Ah, well, I don't know. Maybe there is. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, man. So if, if someone wants to, uh, come work for you guys, where should yeah. they go? Um, I think because it's very urgent now, just reach out to me directly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, on Twitter, um, Shola, uh, it's man on Twitter, but send us an email actually. Um, or you can just send me an email, sholapaystack.com. Um, and say you had this, had the YC podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, looking for the best people, um, to just help us figure this out. Right on, man. All right. Well, thanks yeah. for coming in. Thanks so much. Had a good time. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. So as always, you can find the transcript and the video at blog.ycombinator.com. And if you have a second, it would be awesome to give us a rating and review wherever you find your podcast. See you next time.